Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, fellow gamers. We are the Video Gamers Podcast, covering everything from gaming news to deep dives on our favorite games even some shenanigans like debating which gaming character would make the best dad. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he's got all the information ready for us. We have another Hijack a Host episode ready for you all. It's Josh. This would normally be a Force a Friend episode, but once again, boys, we have been hijacked. The, The person reached out to me. And said, you know, here is the game that I have picked. I know the game. I know the host. Since I know it all, it ain't me. It's one of you two. (laughs) But I am super pumped for this episode. You know, I got forced to play The Witness, and now we just keep getting legendary supporters. So someone keeps grabbing the wheel away from me. One of these days, I'll get to make my pick, but it won't be today. You're on deck, Paul. It's fine. I'm on deck. Today is not that day. I've I've been a bridesmaid for a long time, never a bride. Uh, joining me and Josh, he's in the dark like me. We don't know what game we're going to be playing. We don't know who's even going to have to play it, but we're going to find out pretty soon. It's Ryan. Everybody knows it's going to be the host with the most, and it's not <laughs> no, me. I already said it's not me, Ryan, so... Oh, okay. I was trying this, to. Oh. It's Paul, obviously. This is where Ryan's just like, Maybe. please, please let it be Spider Man Two. Please let it be Spider Man Two. <laughs> well, that'd be good. I already got a head start. <laughs> oh boy, can't wait to find out. Uh, all right, so you know, let's talk a little bit about how how hijack a host works. Josh, you want to give a little, little bit of a rundown here? So normally we do these force a friend episodes where one of us gets to pick another game for one of the other hosts, and they have to play it, and it's it's awesome. Like it's just such a cool thing to be able to do to make a friend play a game and then see their thoughts on it. Um, and so we've been doing this for a little while, but. We have said, you know what, for people that want to support the show and they go legendary status, which is the highest tier we have over at MultiplayerSquad.com. One, just one, not all of the perks, but one of the perks of that is that you get to hijack one of us, which means that if it's Paul's turn to pick a game, you can hijack that. You can say, nope, I want you know, Ryan to play this game, or I want Josh to play this game and you get to pick the game at the same time. So you get all the power, uh, for these episodes, which is great. We have these fun episodes where we kind of reveal what game it is and which host is going to play it. And then we'll come back in two weeks 
and we'll actually do a full deep dive on that game to find out what that person thought, if any of the other hosts played it, kind of, you know, what they thought about it, and just talk about that game in general so that other listeners can say, hey, is this a game that's worthwhile for me? Maybe I want to pick it up or I'm really glad I didn't have to play that. I'll stay away now. (laughs) So this episode here is just setting the stage. We don't know what game we're going to talk about, what game got selected and why. We'll talk a little bit about what we know about the game. Josh, I know you did a little bit of prep work. You've got some community reviews that we're going to read, some stuff like that. Uh, I don't think we need to, d- to delay any longer. Josh, how are we going to do this? Are you just going to tell us what the game is? or Well, or first what? of all, uh, you know, credit to Kitaclism, um, who has been a listener for a long time, signed up for legendary status, reached out to me with the game that they, you know, they wanted to pick for one of you two fine gentlemen. Um, so thank you to Kitaclism for, you know, supporting the show, for picking this game. I'm actually really excited about this. Uh, <laughs> I can so see his I, smile. <laughs> I know. So, you know, I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I think this is going to be a, a fun episode. But, you know, shout out to Kitaclism for making this all possible. So now it's time to talk about the game and maybe maybe which host. So I have a little clue for you guys that I have put together. So I'm just going to I'm going to play this little <laughs> this little audio clip. And uh, I want I want to know if this rings a bell for either of you. If this triggers any memories. OK, so here we go. Sweet dude, we're off the hook. Does that ring a bell to either one of you? <laughs> oh, no. Well, I hear Ryan saying we're off the hook, yep. and I'm laughing. Yep. So. Sweet. Dude, we're off the hook. Oh, uh, Ryan saying something about, dude, we're off the hook? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm guessing we must not be off the hook, whatever we were talking about. <laughs> it must have been some game that you and I did not want to play, Ryan. So all of a sudden, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting nervous, too. <laughs> all right. Well, let me, let me set the stage. Are we going back to Battlefield? Let me set the stage for you guys a little bit, because this was on a Squadcast episode, which is an episode oh, that is squad. available okay. to people that support the show. They are our bonus episodes, one of the other perks that we give people. And we were talking about a few different games, and Ryan came out. You know, Paul, you said, yeah, I'm not going to play that. Ryan said, I said, forget you guys. Ryan goes, Paul, we're off the hook. And then lo and behold, it's the very next day. I get a message from Kitaclism saying, this will teach them to deny (laughs) playing a game with you, Josh. (laughs) Do you guys want to know what the game is? I think I remember the one you're talking about. We we talked about a trio of games. We did. Because they were releasing like, I think, three days in a row. There were three big releases, but I don't even remember what they were. I remember, guys, because you guys rejected me. (laughs) <laughs> all right ryan any does this jogging ryan looks like a deer in I'm headlights right now think, man dude i'm trying to i've been in the forest for two weeks or whatever i'm trying to reacclimate to everything so i'm trying to remember right now i i remember saying that i don't remember what it was too all right well here it is boys the game that we were uh, the trio of games that we talked about was dread hunter mario wonder and the game that one of you is playing called endless dungeon ah uh. If you two suckers remember, I was so hyped for Endless Dungeon. I've been raving about this game. You two, I said, you know what? You both just bowed out on me. And I said, fine, forget you. I'll go find some other people to play with. And then Kitaclism to the rescue, boys. Because Kitaclism said, ah, ah, ah. 
One of them is playing with you. Do you want to know who it is? Well, first, I want to know how much of the legendary support did you pay, Josh, in order yeah. to get? We don't one talk of about that. We <laughs> have to that, play with you. No, we don't talk about any of that. <laughs> I'm Good. just wondering if you slipped a 50 to uh, Kitaclism. You know, That's I'm just asking. I'm just asking questions. You'll never know. You'll never know, <laughs> boys. <laughs> All right. So who who gets the honors uh, of playing Endless Dungeon? Well, let me just play this little sound clip for you one more time, boys. Sweet. Dude, we're off the hook. Oh, man. Ryan, you are not off the hook. <laughs> I'm off the hook. Paul, you are <laughs> off the hook. Ryan, <laughs> saddle up, buddy, because me and you, we're going to be playing some Endless Dungeon together. Let's do it, baby. Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> now, I will say, in all craziness and my excitement aside, Kidaclism did say that they did think that you would actually really enjoy this game. You're always talking about how you love co-op games. Yeah. And I think they just wanted to kind of put that to the test and say, you know what, Ryan, you're always talking about how you love any game that's co-op with friends. Well, you shot this opportunity down, but now you don't get a choice. So, <laughs> so our, when, when we previously had Michael the Butler as a host, it was a little bit of a running joke that Michael just loved all games. He wanted to marry every game we played. He liked all of them. <laughs> that is Ryan with multiplayer games. I don't know if Ryan has ever played a multiplayer game and just been completely out on it. As long as he's got a buddy, he's going to like it. Yeah. If I got if I got a friend to play with, I'm I'm usually can put up with whatever we're dealing with cuz then we can talk about how horrible it is. So, uh <laughs> no, I just I, I just I love I love playing games together online so oh man that's that's i'm gonna have to get that audio clip from you because that's hilarious and we're gonna have to put it into this episode <laughs> so oh, oh yeah oh, don't don't for sure. i've already done the work ryan <laughs> so, um, so oh, ryan man. do you remember anything about endless dungeon at this point like there's very little that i remember from watching some clips what do you even remember about so this, this is the one with uh it's like that kind of Overtop view with the with all the guns, right? Yep. Come yep, around through. Got, okay, yeah. So I remember that one. I, I actually I thought it looked pretty cool. It just it wasn't you know on my radar with everything going on and all the games we have to play and stuff like that. It wasn't one that I was wanting to to pick up, but I guess I don't have a choice anymore. You but do not. um, I I am not I am not disappointed is what I'll say. So I, I think I think it looked really really cool and um. If I get to play with people, uh, maybe Paul will have to jump in. Then uh, more, more the merrier. It is. It is a three-person. Don't try to drag me into this. It is a three-person co-op game. Paul is off the hook, so if he doesn't want to play it, he is not obligated to. Um, Ryan, I will say this: I actually bought this game on my own. I told you guys I was going to. I started playing it. And then that's when Kidaclism reached out to me and I stopped playing it. So I do oh. have a little bit of knowledge of the game. I, I checked today. I have 10 hours in this okay. game, which is not a ton. Um, but I actually did stop and wait for you to get back from being in the woods just so I would not be so far ahead <laughs> of you guy. that Look you were you. then forced to just, you know, kind of play solo and play catch up and all that. So, and now is this, is this, um, is there like a, a, like a genuine campaign to it that we can play co-op or how does that work? It's, there is no campaign. Um, so okay, I'll tell so you what, just... let, let me read the steam description. Um, okay. and that'll kind of familiarize, maybe this will jog some memory here too, but it says yeah, it's this been a the, while. Uh, 
Official Steam description is Endless Dungeon is a roguelite tactical action game set in the award-winning Endless Universe. Recruit a team of shipwrecked heroes, plunge into a long-abandoned space station, and protect your crystal against never-ending waves of monsters, or die trying, get reloaded, and try again. Dude, we're going to protect that crystal like nobody's business. Dude, so <laughs> I I actually got to play this game with a couple of our listeners. Um, so Joath and Cryptics, uh, I played for a few hours with them one night. I have played a little bit solo as well. I can tell you that this game is way better with friends. So that gets me excited oh, to awesome. have you being, you know, <laughs> that you have to play this because I will play it with you 100%. Um, and it is way better like co-op multiplayer than the solo is. There is an overarching goal to the game, but I wouldn't say this is like a story driven campaign. This is all about action and fun. Well, and this also has like tower defense elements too, right? It does. Yeah. So it's a very interesting mix of a twin shooter game. So a twin stick shooter. Um, so you've got pretty frantic action going on. Um, and a tower defense game mixed in a roguelike. So those are three genres where a lot of people kind of scratch their heads and say, how can you mix these together? I can say from my experience, they mixed it together very well. Um, and so if, you know, if, if that makes not a lot of sense to you, trust me, it will. <laughs> so I've got one question for you because you, me, and Michael did a deep dive on Dungeon Defenders. That had tower defense elements, but then it also had like third-person shooter elements as well. Is Endless Dungeon at all similar to Dungeon Defenders, or are they wildly different? Um, they are similar in the tower defense nature, um, but that is about where it ends. I mean, there are multiple characters, um, so I don't want to spoil too much, but you know, you do you do progress, you unlock new characters, those characters have abilities, some characters synergize. You do have tanks and DPS and healers and support characters, which is really cool. Um, and then yeah, it's it's much yes and no. Like, yes, it is a tower defense game, and you are trying to defend against hordes of monsters. So in that sense, it is similar to Dungeon Defenders, but I think that is where I would draw the line. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take our short break, and then we'll come back and we'll ask you some more questions, Josh. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, we're back. Continuing our talk of Endless Dungeon, I want to know, do you have to play with controller? No. And honestly, this is, I, I tried this at first because I always try mouse and keyboard, uh, the, you know, in the, it, it, anytime I try a new game, 
I start there and then I go, oh, this is a controller game. This works very well with with keyboard and mouse, actually. So the aiming portion and the action portion, I have played it 100% with mouse and keyboard because I was very pleasantly surprised when I started playing it that it worked so well. Because I was going to say, being a, a twin stick shooter, I figured you probably have to go controller. But I like that you can actually play keyboard and mouse. Yep. That's nice. WASD actually does control your character's movement. So it's not like Diablo or something where you're clicking around everywhere. So you can you can WASD for movement and then you use your mouse cursor to kind of just control the direction you want to aim. Uh, I think it works really, really well. I like it so much on mouse and keyboard that I've, I've not even tried controller, to be honest. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. So Ryan, do you have any questions for Josh? Anything you're concerned or worried about, or are you just excited? Uh, I'm honestly super excited because anytime I can, you know, be forced to play or force you guys to play a game with me, I'm, I'm stoked. So let's play. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm trying to think (laughs) how many multiplayer games have we covered with Ryan? Not many. Not a ton. It's mostly been single player. And all of our Force of Friends have been Subnautica, The Witness. Metal Gear Solid 5 has multiplayer, but yeah. not like we didn't play that together. Yeah, no. I'm trying to yeah. think. I don't know that we've Deep Rock. officially covered. Yeah, we did play Deep Rock, and which Ryan did like a lot. And the co op nature. Yeah. Yep. Diablo 4. Yep, Diablo 4. Um, and then I know we played some bopple battle. We did a kind of a, a, a yep. quick episode on that, but I think that's about the extent of it. So pretty much. I, yeah. I, th- I don't think there's been many, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond excited. So I am, uh, I am ready to check this out. So I'm going to download that bad boy tonight. I'll say this. This does, uh, give me a little clairvoyance on minding what you say <laughs> especially when it's going to go there's, out to the yeah. world there's a lot so. of people listening ryan <laughs> when, when you go, when you when you when you played that track audio track hopefully we can you know put that in uh with the editing but uh it's you know oh we're off the hook i'm like hey that's me i'm like i said that i oh i remember saying that oh crap <laughs> we did also play one other multiplayer game with ryan and it was arc oh that's oh, yeah. right Dude, yeah. every See, multiplayer every single game one. we've played has been a ton of fun. Those have Absolutely. all been fun. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm fun, guys. Guys, I'm fun. <laughs> yeah. I have I have a question for you, Josh. So I assume since this has tower defense elements, gameplay is like set up in waves. Is that how it works? Like you beat a wave and then kind of like that ends and then you'll have to start the next one. Is that how it's segmented out? And then at the end of each one, does it give any kind of like MVP or stats of everyone that played? Cause I always love when games do that. So the way that this game works is every time you you're, you're exploring this derelict space station to try to like solve the problem. I, I won't, I won't spoil any plot stuff for Ryan just yet, but every time that you open a door, it raises the threat level meter to where you can open a door and then it will trigger a wave of enemies the main goal is that you have your crystal bot, this bot that has a big crystal in it that you have to try to like get to the exit of the level um, to move down like another level, right? This is kind of why they call it endless dungeon, so to speak. Um, so you have to protect the bot. That's where the tower defense comes in. You don't have to have towers. You can 100% twin stick shooter this thing if you want to in the beginning. Now, as the game starts to progress and get a little bit harder, you better start strategizing a little bit because the game throws 
monster generator rooms at you so that now you're getting attacked from like multiple directions and things like that. There mm. are times where you have to move the bot. And if the bot is moving, it is an endless wave. So the, the waves do not stop until the bot gets to a certain point and then can like set back up. And then once the wave finishes, you kind of get a little bit of breathing room. So the that flow of like chaos, whoo, okay, we can breathe and now we can kind of progress and maybe find some guns and stuff like that. And then chaos, it's like this just back and forth. It's, it's really neat to me. Um, it does not track, I, I don't, I'll be honest with you. It might, but I don't remember because I've only played co-op once. Um, and so I don't recall if it shows you, you know what I, it, when you beat a floor, it does show you stats. So every time you beat a okay. floor, it does pop up and say, Hey, this character did this much damage. Um, I'm really looking forward to like the class nature because I think there's eight different characters. Um, and they're they're different, which is really neat. Um, and I got a chance to play a few that night that I played co-op. So I think that's going to add another dimension to like, what character am I good at? What character is Ryan good at? You know, that kind of stuff too. One of the things I really loved about playing Outriders with you, Josh, was when we would do the end game content, we would finish and you would get like the breakdown of all stats and you could see exactly how much damage you, me, Andy, Jared, whoever we were playing with, but it also like broke down by individual ability. Yeah. And I always just loved my cheesy build where my weapon <laughs> reload, reload was, was the biggest damage. was like 70% yeah. of my damage. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like that a lot. That that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I always like playing wave-based stuff where you kind of get that breather until you go open up your next door. That, yep. that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, they've really, in my opinion, you know, again, I don't want to give too much of my opinion to sway Ryan's opinion, but I think they nailed the pacing of the game in that regard to where it's like you do have time to breathe and kind of strategize and say, okay, well, what if we put... They're going to come from this direction. So, you know, and we have to move the bot this way. So let's funnel them in here. Let's put a couple turrets here. And there's all kinds of different turrets you know, and then and then it's like Ryan, you lead the way, and I'll have some of them chase me in like down this way, so that there's not such a massive horde or something like that. So the game does give you time to strategize, but then sometimes you'll just get a random wave that pops up, and then it's like, oh, strategy time over, like you know, just time <laughs> to hop go. into action, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As Mike Tyson would say, everybody's got a plan until they get punched yeah, in the that's, face. Or yeah, whatever. that's yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So like. I know you're still somewhat early on, Josh, but like scale of one to 10, where would you say the dif difficulty is? It's on the higher end, right? It, it is on the higher end. Um, I have died a lot. I would put it at a seven right now. Um, okay. I, I, you know, maybe as you have friends to play with and you start to strategize and work things out, maybe it gets better at that point. You know, I mean, any game, you kind of start to figure things out, but yeah. for right now, it's, it's not easy, man. Like this is not just a cakewalk, like, I mean, send a bigger horde after me, guys. Like, they're coming. Don't you worry. And, and it happens pretty <laughs> fast. Well, uh, you haven't had Rhymaster Flex in, right. the, in the group, you know? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, Everybody listens like, Flex. oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ryan's uh, gamer name, by the way. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yep. So, okay. I will say... I'm not planning to pick it up, but if you guys are going to be playing, if I'm available, I want you guys to stream it. That way I can at least hop in and watch a little bit of oh, what you guys play. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that way I can at least, you know, get get an idea of how it's going with you guys. 
And then, Josh, I think you've got some community reviews. I did. I, you know, just to get Ryan a little hyped or maybe a little worried, um, I did pull three reviews. Um, I did pick two good ones and one bad one uh, just to give some different opinions on this. This first one is recommended. They've got five and a half hours on record. And it says, if you have an itch for a good tower defense game, this is one to check out without a doubt. For me, it's up there with Orcs Must Die series and Sanctum 2 as my favorites in the genre. Good graphics, good controls, and handles very well, and it's a blast to play. Pretty much the gameplay and controls of the Ascent or Hades, but tower defense style like Orcs Must Die or Sanctum 2. I had no idea this game was coming out. I never played the old game, which is a reference to Dungeon of the Endless, which was kind of like the precursor to this game, by the way. Um, So this has been a very nice surprise for me so far. I played almost three hours and I can't wait to play more. It works well on PC and also the Steam Deck. I honestly don't understand the mixed review score for this, to be honest. It runs great. The controls are awesome. And it's the most fun I've had in a tower defense game since the Orcs Must Die series. Funny to bring up Orcs Must Die because that's like the sister series of Dungeon Defenders. I've played Orcs Must Die 2 and Dungeon Defenders 1 and 2. So I think you're going to like this a lot, Ryan. I think this is right up your alley the more I hear about it. I never played Orcs Must Die, to be honest. Dungeon Defenders was the first time I played that series either. So, I mean, I have played pure tower defense games before, which I actually enjoy, but I've never played a hybrid one. Other than Dungeon yeah. Defenders when we played that one. So um, this is kind of a first for me as well. Okay, um, this next one is recommended 21 hours on record. Uh, it's a very fun game. It has some kinks that need polishing, but the game is a heck of a lot of fun and super addictive. Ooh. Okay. All right. Is this one of those like, let's just open one more door, one more wave. Let's just do... <laughs> One more. Next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. It is. I will say so far for me, it is that one more. Yeah. One more door. One more level. We all die because it will happen. One more run, guys. I want to see what this new ability is. I unlock this character. You know what I mean? Let's just let's just do one more (laughs) and see what happens. You know, let's try different characters. There are multiple different levels that you unlock as well. So it's like, hey, what's what's this level? Let's go into that one instead kind of thing, too. So. All right. And then this last one is not recommended. They have two hours on record. Uh, And it says, I want to be very clear that I don't think that this is a bad game. I just cannot recommend it to people. There is something off about the gameplay that just makes the core loop feel much less satisfying than I had anticipated. This was one of my most anticipated games of the year, and I can't help but be a little disappointed in it. I can't necessarily put my finger on it, but I might come back to elaborate after I play it some more. Part of it definitely has to do with the rapid pace of the gameplay. You barely get defenses set up before you've exhausted all the doors and resources in a zone and have to move on to the next zone. It is funny because after watching some after rewatching some gameplay, it looks significantly more fun than it feels. Okay. So, I have not played any of the endless games, but I am under the impression that the older ones are more technical and require more of that thought process and planning ahead and then executing it. Whereas this game sounds a little bit more frantic and action-based. Maybe that's what wasn't quite jiving with that reviewer. Uh, I I've never played dungeon of the endless. Um, I will say that most of the negative reviews either reference. This is not dungeon of the endless 
or it references um, something else that I'll mention here in a little bit after we guess the scores, but they have actually fixed that. So I would say that 90% of the negative reviews, the thing that they focused on has been fixed. I, I guess I can say it right now. When the game very first released, if if Ryan, if you were playing in my world, uh-huh. you would not unlock progression. What? Um, which was a bummer, right? So if you know, if we unlocked a character while you had joined my game, then I had that character. But then when you left and you went to your world, you did yeah. not have that character unlocked, and rightfully so. A lot of people went, "This sucks." Developers have actually already fixed that, um, and so thankfully that is not an issue anymore. But that was the overwhelming majority of reviews, or, or the negative reviews, was just, "Oh, this sucks." Progression is locked to the host, and blah blah blah, and that's not a thing anymore. So. Okay, well, that's good. All right, so then uh, let's guess the score, guys. I don't know how good you were paying attention, but there was a clue in one of those reviews um, as to what the overall score was. Not only that, when we did a This Week in Gaming episode while Ryan was on vacation, I believe I also shared the (laughs) score of this game. So I did look this one up. It has been a little bit of time. But I think I do remember pretty close to where the rating was. All right. Well, let's let Ryan guess first here. Sounds about right. <laughs> so what are we, are we doing? Uh, the Steam score from Steam, zero to 100. Steam user review. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's do uh, 87. Okay. All right. I believe this game was very close to 70%. I'm going to say 71 the actual is 67%, which oh, wow. is a mixed oh, rating. A little. Just a which bit is a mixed rating. I will say again, <laughs> I, I the reason that I picked this one negative review was because it was the only review that talked about the gameplay aspect. Every single other review was this is not Dungeon of the Endless, so I'm not happy with it. I don't know what that game was. Everybody talks about it being very, very difficult and hard. Like you said, Paul, much, much more tactical. Um, And then they complained about the progression not carrying over. If you're playing a co-op game, that there was no co-op progression. But again, that has been fixed now. Okay. So most of the negative reviews are no longer valid. So in reality, if you asked everyone to redo it, it'd probably be much higher. I would be curious what it would be now. I bet it'd be probably an 87, I would think. (laughs) (laughs) all right very nice well i did did we cover everything is there anything else we need to talk about that is it um ryan we we gonna play tonight i'm down i'm Uh, down i already got it i've been (laughs) waiting for you buddy i've been waiting for you you have to tell ryan you have to to tell my son that we're not playing spider-man 2 though oh i'm not doing that you can play (laughs) spider-man with your son we'll play tomorrow I know he's been crush his dreams. I know. <laughs> I so, came home from work and he's like, he's like, oh, are we gonna play Spider Man two? And I was like, I gotta record, buddy. And he's like, oh, I was like, we'll play after. <laughs> I I will say I'm very excited to get to play this with you, Ryan. Um, I have been I'm enjoying stoked, it man. a lot. Um, and so it was tough to have to put it down and wait. To be honest, yeah. so I'm I am proud curious. of you. I, I, it was not easy, but I'm also looking forward to being able to play a good multiplayer co-op game with you. And then it's going to be very difficult for you to not give away what you think about this, but we never share our thoughts until we come back two weeks later. Um, and so yes. that's going to be the tough part. 
So for all of our listeners out there, you know, we hope that you'll check out all our episodes, but make sure to come back in two Mondays when we'll give our final thoughts, or at least you guys will, on Endless Dungeon. And also for our listeners, you know, if you want to hijack an episode in the future, like Josh talked about earlier, go visit MultiplayerSquad.com. Also check us out on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. We also want to say thank you once again to Kidaclism. We really appreciate the support. We know you've been out there for quite a while supporting us. Really appreciate it. And uh, come back and check out our deep dive on Endless Dungeon. Be on the lookout for that. As long as we don't goof like we did with The Witness, where we accidentally <laughs> released that Whoops. one a week early. Uh, that's all right. You know, with Ryan's vacation, we have recorded so many episodes out of order. We were making mistakes left and right. But I think we're finally back in the regular swing of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No catastrophic issues. Just, you know. Uh, releasing episodes in an order that was not otherwise intended. Got to keep the show going for the people. So that was the goal, even if we goofed <laughs> yeah. up the release a little bit. So, Yeah, we're going to release episodes. They they might not have been what we originally yeah. planned, but <laughs> something will come out. Surprise! All right, well, thank you. <laughs> Surprise to all of us. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening to our episode. Until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See you, everybody.